If you want to scale fast, reach more people, become more efficient, you have to think digitization. Today, technology is the force that makes that happen. Hi, you are welcome to the second episode of the Billion Effect Podcast, the show that properly positions you to leverage exponential technology and create massive wealth, impact, and of course, influence. All right, so whether your life goal is to make a billion impact around the world, to reach a billion people with your burning message, or to build a company, you know, grow your current company to a billion dollars, this is the show for you. You're in the right place. My name is Zubio Peters and I am your host and the Billion Effect podcast. Uh, we are primarily talking about technology, specifically exponential technology. So I'm glad that you're tuning into the second episode of the Billion Effect podcast. I came across an image that I want to dive in and you may have seen that image at some point. A lot of the things we used to own, say 15, 20 years ago, we no longer own them as things. Today, we own them as apps. So, for example, the video camera, 15, 20 years ago, the video camera uh, was a solid, separate machine. Right now, it is still a solid, separate machine, but for pro, 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 pro level. However, right now, as an app on your phone, you have video cameras that have power, more quality, more computation power, more processing power and speed, better than something that was in use, you know, 10 years ago. You now have the video camera as an app on your phone. And you can even take better quality videos and shoot even some musical videos and um, even short films have been done with your smartphone via the application of the video camera on your phone, right? Not just the video camera, the photo camera, right? So then you had to take a picture. You had to go to, you know, you go to the studio and you get it. A photographer to take you but right now we all have great selfie cameras we all have great back cameras that so we can take powerful pictures and your great pictures with powerful resolutions clean multiple colors they are no longer just you know a machine a device outside of you they are now apps on your phone it used to be back then you had a clock it was standing or sitting or hanging somewhere in a hall or hanging somewhere in the wall in your house or your office or wherever. Right now, your clock is on your phone or your radio. Probably you had a physical radio set, right? And you wanted to listen to, you know, a good FM. You, you carry your radio set and you put it on right now. Your radio is on your phone. Same way with your calendar. Before it was physical, it was paper. Right now, your calendar is on your phone. Or your calculator, I remember the days that the calculator was so big, you'd have to carry a big one or even a little one. But the calculator was a standalone device. Right now, the calculator is an app on your phone, right? Or then um, the bragging rights a few years ago was, oh man, you got to see the size of my library. My library, my library is big. My library is huge. Everybody was bragging. Listen, look at the size of the shelf of my library. I got 200 books in my library. Well, right now, all your books, most of them, virtually all of them, are right right now are ebooks on your phone. So we're not just talking about having two hundred books in your library or having one thousand books in your library, but having one hundred thousand books on your phone, because right now you have the blessing of the cloud. 
right? This is convergence of multiple exponential technology. Same way with TV, now you got YouTube on your phone, or your Bibles now on your phone, you got five, six translations, you don't even need to carry all of the heavy paperback Bible around, or your dictionary. You had big dictionaries, you have small dictionaries right now, dictionary is an application on your phone, or your pictures. So there was a time when, when we went to the studio and we took, you know, took all the pictures, we had the physical copies, and some people still do that, they have some need for it, right? But these days, you take a picture, even if it's professional, you say, please send me the digital copy, send me the soft copy. I do not want the hard copies, right? Where am I going to store all of these pictures, right? Uh, or notepad. Then you had to take an idea down. You had to physically write it with a pen and a, with a pen and a paper, right? And a notepad. But right now, your notepad is an application on your phone. Same way. Then you wanted to type out something. The typewriter was a big, gigantic machine. You had to move from place to place. But right now, your typewriter... You know, it's an app on your phone. You can just type on your phone or your tablet or you can just type on your laptop, right? It is now digital or audio recorder like I am doing right now, right? There was a time you had to have a separate audio recorder. So if you were a journalist, you had to go around with a separate audio device to capture whatever you wanted to capture. But right now, you have the audio recorder. Yeah, you already guessed that as an app on your phone. What does this mean? It means that a lot of things, the value of the things are not in their physical material expressions. The value is in the outcome and in the benefit that they provide. And so technology is finding a way to make sure that we still get the benefit, but this time without the physical presence of the thing. It is making things smaller. It is making things lighter. It is making it you know, better, it is making it more efficient, it is making it more mainstream, it is more democratized. A lot more people have access to them for very little cost, some for no cost at all, right? A lot of the things we used to own as things, we now own as apps on our phones, on our tablets, on our laptops. And when we are moving our phones around, we have so much computation power. I'm talking about your smartphone is millions and millions and millions of dollars of you know hardware some 20 years ago but you have all of that right now in your phone this effect is created by technology and because of the advancement of technology that is why you're able to have the blessings of all of this computation power these millions of dollars worth of goods and even services on your phone as apps you have all the benefit without all the physical stress you can carry can you imagine Carrying a video camera, photo camera, clock, radio, calendar, calculator, books, TV, Bible, dictionary, pictures, notepad, typewriter, audio recorder, all of these things. You carry them everywhere you go. Just imagine the weight. If you had to carry them physically or right now, anywhere you are, you are more productive than the person who had the opportunity to be productive some 20 years ago, some 15 years ago, because you have access to this stuff on your phone, on your smart devices. What does this mean? It means that the world, and I know you've heard it so much, but we don't think as we should think about it and integrate it into our lives and our business, but the world is embracing digitization in a way it has never done before, right? So we are in the era where you have to think digitization. Think digitization. It means that you look at and say, how many of the things do I currently have as things can I digitize? How many of the things am I interacting with, interfacing with, engaging with, can I digitize? And when I say digitize, let me explain. 
anything that takes a digital format, right, becomes digitized. Anything that takes a digital format, whereby it is being processed by the computer and all those computer numbers, let me explain like that for simple understanding. It is, you know, it becomes like an information, becomes like an application. It has become digitized. So for example, for example, biology has become digitized because you can sequence your human genome and get your information in a digital stream, right? Lots of things have become digitized. Um, hosting events has become digitized because there are some things called webinars right now. So instead of getting 1,000 people in a room, you know, in some physical locations, now you get all of them in a webinar. And then you are reaching all of them and you're having the event and you're having online summits, right? So you, meetings and even coaching, consulting sessions have become digitized, right? Because instead of going and meeting and having that meeting one-on-one, -on -one, you can use Zoom or you can use Skype and you can communicate. And you can have the same benefit, the same advice as though you were there live, right? Getting a, a ride, getting a taxi has become digitized. Because as opposed to going and waiting and standing on the road, you just talk to your phone and your phone will go call a cab for you. That is so interesting. The question is, what part of your business, what part of your product, what part of your service, what part of your industry can you digitize? You have to start thinking digitization. We are no longer living in the 19th century. We are not even in the 20th century. This is the 21st century. For your brand, your business, or your organization to thrive, you have to start thinking about digitization. Think digitization, right? And for you to really think about digitization, you have to understand something that is really happening, and that is... Most things that are being digitized are actually being dematerialized. It means that we are taking it from its physical components and then shrinking it to its digital component while leaving the benefits or while even increasing the benefit. So you have to think about dematerialization. So let me give you an example. So products are being dematerialized. So let's say if you are in some kind of thought leadership industry or you're a coach or a consultant or a trainer or a speaker or you're a teacher and you had people where you put them in a live class, you do seminars and people come there and all of that, right now, that product, you can digitize it and turn it to online courses like, a, like thousands and thousands of people already do. I have online courses, right? Or you create the product, digital products. So there's several digital products several softwares and video programs and audio programs and just different, different, you know, products that are now digital. They used to be material in form, but right now they're digital. So there used to be a time when you bought some stuff, you bought audios, videos, you know, you, you got them in the DVDs and you still do it. They, I mean, they still exist, right? You, know, you got them as DVDs, you got them as audio CDs, but right now you can just go online and you can download them. They are now digital product the physical component has been done away with it has been dematerialized right so think about it the question to ask yourself is which of my products can i dematerialize which of my products is coming in its physical components can i do away with the physical component or can i reduce a part of the physical component and then dematerialize it into its digital 
components, give it a different level of expression. And not just dematerializing product, you can dematerialize your services. Look at your services and ask what part of this service can be dematerialized. So for example, let's say you're running accounting services for you know, businesses or firms. Is there a part of it that you can create an app or a software for that allows them to do this on their own? Or instead of you going and doing everything, trying to calculate it in some way that blows your head away. Okay, if you're an accountant, you probably enjoy that. But instead of you doing all of the physical work, can you dematerialize the service in the sense that the software or the app or the application does the work? And then you can reach a lot more people at the same time. So it's no longer just a matter of, of your time now. It's how fast can we scale? How well can we manage when we scale? All right. You can dematerialize entire businesses, right? You can dematerialize businesses. So, for example, I, earlier I mentioned coaching on Zoom. At first, when I said coaching, I met people one-on-one. -on -one. So, I drove to their office or they came to mine, you know. But right now, a large part of it is done via Zoom, right? You be wherever you want to be in the world. I be where I am here in Nigeria and we have a coaching session. I said that business model is being digitized. Right. So we cut away the whole, you know, the whole travel points, whether it's getting on a flight, whether it's, it's, you know, driving to your office, all of that point disappears. Right. So what part of your business can you dematerialize, even if you're not dematerializing all of them? That's the question. What part of your business that used to be physical can you take to digital? Right. Let me give you one more dematerialization. You can dematerialize industries. You can dematerialize industries. Airbnb did this with hoteling. They wanted to get into the hoteling business, but hey, we don't have all of that money to build big hotels, high-rising hotels. We don't got that kind of funds. So what we are going to do is that we are going to dematerialize it and turn the hotel into an app, right? So the intellectual property they actually own is the app. Right? Yes, a few other things, the name and all of that, but it's the app. So the, the real product and service, the industry they're going after is the app. So they are replacing the conventional idea of how to start a hotel as to starting an app. Right? Google has dematerialized libraries. So before you wanted to get an information, you hit the library, man. It gets into the libraries. You go through tons and tons and tons of books. Now, you go to Google. Google, search engines, Yahoo, Ping, and the rest of them, and YouTube have dematerialized the libraries. E-commerce is dematerializing retail stores. Now, the amount of money generated by e-commerce is increasing year by year. It's getting more massive and massive, and more people are getting more and more comfortable buying and ordering things online than actually going to the store. I mean, it's for many people, it's increasing convenience. So we have companies like Amazon and Alibaba. They are doing incredible with e-commerce, drivering a lot of the big, major retail stores. All right? So, of course, Uber, I've said it before, Uber dematerializing taxi, just like Airbnb dematerializing hoteling, right, and the hospitality industry. So the question is, what industry can you actually dematerialize? 
What in your industry can you dematerialize? And maybe not just in your industry. You may see it clearly and everyone else in another industry may not see it. So what in another industry can you dematerialize? If you can dematerialize it and you can turn it into a digital platform or a digital product, you find out that one, you can achieve skill faster, right? It becomes cheaper. It becomes um, faster. It becomes less expensive. In many cases, it becomes more efficient. So think dematerialization. For you to think digitization, think dematerialization. So that's one. For you to think digitization, think mobile. Think mobile. We are in a really, really unique situation in the world that has never existed before. And that is about 2 billion plus people connected online via the mobile phone. 2 billion people via mobile. Do you know the level of computational power is that? It means that a lot of things you should plan for should have mobile as an integral part of your model. So maybe it's marketing. If you're selling and you're marketing, begin to think about it. How can my business be properly positioned to take advantage of the mobile power? Right? I mean, you see a lot of websites today and when you visit the website, they're not even mobile compliant. They are, they're out of shape and you still have to shrink them. In 2020? Really? Are you kidding me? No, no, no. You've got to think mobile. And you've got to think, how can my business take advantage of the mobile opportunity? Does your business have an app? I know it's a basic question and there are tons of apps that millions probably, millions of apps on the Play Store and App Store and all of that. But you'd be surprised the number of businesses that can do with an app that don't have one. Now, I'm not just saying that you just add another stream to your, to your business and complicate the whole matter. No, I mean, if you think things through, you would realize that some products and some services that you are providing, you can do it better with an app. And your clients, your customers will be glad to download your app and then receive the service they were receiving faster, you know, cheaper, more efficient, much better, right? So think mobile, think mobile. So another way to think digitization is to think automation. We are in the era of data and automation. I'll say that again. We are in the era of data and automation. Most things are going to get automated going forward, especially routine tasks, especially tasks that reoccur and reoccur. High-value creative tasks are going to have a lot of value, a lot of power, a lot of relevance. So begin to think about automation. For example, can you automate the repetitive part of your customer care services? Right? Can you automate that? Uh, for example, if you check, if you use the Messenger bot, Facebook Messenger bot, you know, there's so many providers, ManyChat, Chat, Fuel, and the rest. If you use that, and it can even be more sophisticated because, you know, ManyChat, for example, is mainstream. It's, it's, it's accessible to most people, but there are so many companies that you can use that can build beautiful, powerful chatbots that can relate with your market. Machine learning, artificial intelligence is making this possible. That for you to digitize quite a couple of things, you need to automate them. So that the services that you were providing that look like it was customized, that you needed to give people specific attention, right now your AI can pick up on it because of 
automation because of machine learning think automation building of chatbots get chatbots let them interact with your page let them interact with your business but this time it's not just you you and your most valuable team you are removed from the routine repetitive task and you're focused on the highest value you know operations that you can do to contribute great value to your customers to your clients to your market so if you want to think digitization think automation okay now let me go let me go through it again so i said think digitization and for you to think digitization you have to think dematerialization dematerialization of products of services of businesses of entire industry and not just that i say you have to think mobile so to think digitization think mobile let your business and let your brand and let your operations be set up and positioned to take advantage of the opportunities created by mobile power right and also to think digitization think automation everything must not be a grind this is 2020 some things that are repetitive in task can be automated and now with the blessings of ai and machine learning you can automate quite a lot more things than you imagine right so number four way to think digitization is to think online i don't believe i'm saying this because this sounds so basic and some will say oh online come on man we know this is 2020 yes i know that you do know but some people don't know right and many times we're not thinking online as we should for example there are a lot of people right now and this is 2020 a large part of your marketing strategy has no real online integration has no real online power right so many businesses today many brands today are still relying on oh and i gotta get referrals and referrals are great oh and i gotta talk to somebody you know what amount and what amount are great but i just mentioned that two billion people online where are you man some people are online their businesses are not online no you've got to change your strategy think online whether it comes to marketing think online when it comes to distribution think online when it comes to sourcing expertise think online when it comes to networking and connecting with people think online right the online space has is highly highly underutilized the internet space looks like it has not yet lived up to the hype it made to us um, at the entrance of the last decade but that is because a lot of people are yet to fully leverage its capabilities think online to think digitization think online so first think digitization and to think digitization think dematerialization ask yourself what do i have in physical components can i dematerialize and make digital i say think mobile what am i doing offline what am i doing on desktop what can i do can i streamline to be mobile compliant well how can i bring my services and products that they can engage with it in a mobile from the smartphone right think automation what am i doing what repetitive tasks are we doing in our business or in my life or in my work not just your business your life and your work can you automate think automation and then think online what am i doing offline that i need to take online right what am i doing offline that i need to add online it may not necessarily mean to do away with the offline version but to integrate the online version or the online aspect or dimension of it so think online now the last way i would suggest that you think about digitization is to think of specific technologies think specific technologies here's what i mean one of the ways to actually know what's possible and 
really make the move to transform your business and transform your industry is that you know the specific technologies available and you know the ones that represent the biggest impact for you going forward. Right in the last episode, I talked about you know 10 exponential technologies and I even mentioned a couple more. I talked about IOE and IoT, right? I talked about VR, AR, MR. I talked about drone technology. I talked about biometrics. I talked about 3D printing. I talked about artificial intelligence. I talked about blockchain. I talked about robotics. I talked about digital medicine. I mentioned autonomous vehicles. I mentioned cloud computing, edge and serverless computing. I mentioned nanotechnology and, you know, so much more. The thing is, look at what you are doing and say, what specific technology can I plug into that can digitize what I am doing? that can take what I am doing from its, you know, general conventional components and digitize it. So for example, with 3D printing, you can digitize your manufacturing. And that's what 3D printing is really about, digital manufacturing. So it means that instead of getting all the heavy equipment, instead of getting a couple of people, you know, all these many people to work on your manufacturing, you can print it, right? You can print it using 3D printers. And now you are digitizing that part of your manufacturing. So not just that, I mean, there are a ton of different examples. So blockchain, for example, you can digitize and use and leverage blockchain to digitize your transactions, to protect the integrity of your transactions. You know, this is so much more powerful than just ordinary, normal contract, right? It is not going to be broken and changed. I mean, the power of blockchain is extraordinary. You can leverage blockchain to digitize your transactions, to protect the integrity of your transaction. It serves in the area of security. You can use AI to digitize your customer care services. You can use AI to digitize several repetitive tasks in your business. So if you have um, used um, Uber app before, for example, when you request a ride or when you're looking for a ride, the process, the process, that the app goes around and looks for the driver and looks for the nearest ride is AI, right? It is artificial intelligence. You can use that AI and digitize that aspect of the business. Just imagine that every time you wanted to book a ride or get a ride, you got to call them and somebody has to call several drivers and say, hey, who is closest to here? But you know, you knock all of that out, right? AI can digitize many aspects of your business. I mentioned customer care like a thousand times, but not just customer care. I mean, even so many areas of delivery, right? So many operational areas, you can digitize it using artificial intelligence or 5G. So if you look at it and you see that maybe your customers or your clients are in a position to use 5G, let's say they are enterprises, they're companies, maybe Fortune 1000 companies, and you can leverage 5G to provide for them superior levels of services and products. I mean, this adds up. This adds up. So you can digitize a lot of things that you couldn't previously do. Because right now you have better network using 5G networks, right? You can digitize using 5G or IoT, right? Internet of Things. You can digitize a lot of things that would have taken, you know, multiple staff because now you're connected to several things and not just your phone and your laptop. And, you know, that's just the basic idea of the IoT, the, the connectivity. But I mean, you can connect your TV, you can connect your oven, you can connect your gate, you can connect your fridge, you can connect a lot of a lot of things in your office and your workplace, right? So think about how can you digitize using specific 
technologies. And there are so many ways to do that. The idea here is that you have to be paying attention to these specific technologies to be able to know, hey, which one works for me? Because right now, it is only going to advance from this point forward. It is not going back. Listen, we're not going back to the Stone Age. We are advancing. So if you do not advance with it, it will come and disrupt you rudely, right? So I said, think digitization. Think digitization. And to do that, you have to think the materialization, the materialization of products, of services, of businesses, of industries. Think mobile, right? Ask yourself, what am I doing, right, in general, that it will have more power if I leverage the mobile power? How can I align and how can I be more compliant with the mobile opportunities? Think automation. Ask yourself, what am I doing repetitively that can be automated? What in your business can be automated is your sales, your production, your manufacturing, your distribution, right? That you can automate. There are so many technologies on ground already that can help you do that. And others, it's um, an investment that may not be edge shattering. You can have some custom builds, right? Also, think online. What are you doing offline that you can bring online? What are you doing offline that you can have a different online version, right? Think online. Is it your marketing? Is it your distribution? Is it your operation? Is it the way you source for, you know, source for your products or source for your expertise? Think online. And then I talked about last thinking specific technologies. Think specific exponential technologies. What technologies can help you digitize what you're doing? You have to be able to ask these questions. In asking these questions is where the power is. The quality of the questions you ask, of course, determines the quality of the answers you get, right? Think about these things and ask yourself, what part of my industry can I really digitize? What part of my industry can I dematerialize? What, can, what part of my product can I bring online? Or, what part of my business can I automate? What part of my services can I make mobile compliant, right? What specific technologies can I apply and use in my business that for the next 10 years is going to give me an extraordinary advantage? You've got to think and ask all of these questions because when you ask all of these questions consistently, your brain goes into the posture of seeking out this information. And remember, when you seek, you find. So I hope this has been valuable to you because this is where I'm going to draw the curtain on this particular episode so do me a favor if you found it valuable do me a favor share with your friends share with your colleagues your family your business partners everyone that you think will find it valuable right and please do not forget to subscribe and please head over to itunes to leave your review and give the billion effect podcast a five star rating thank you so much for doing that i am waiting for you i am going to go check and i'm waiting to see your name all right this is the second episode of the billion effect podcast if you missed the first episode, please go check out the first episode. Thank you very much for listening till I come your way again. This is Zubi Opira saying you can make a billion impact, reach a billion people, and make a billion dollars. Have a great time.